Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox and we are wrapping up step number nine, intention. So tonight is integration night. I am super excited to uh, get out all of our thoughts and feelings about this month of intention, and I will be doing that with my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I am doing great. I just love this month where we've talked about intention, and I'm looking forward to just tying it all up. Yes, yes. And we will be doing that with Trish March, the extraordinaire of integration here on Fearless Generation. <laughs> How are you doing tonight, Trish? Maybe she's got something going on on her end. Oh, okay. Well, I thought she was there. Anyways, we her. will just keep going until she can she can get on. So, okay. yes. Integration of intention. I think that this month has been different for me because, um, like our listeners know, uh, this year Terry and I have started a group coaching program, and we've been talking about intention all month in our program, and so it's gone like to another level for me. Would you agree with that, Terry? Yes, I would. Trish just sent me a text saying that she is here. She's not sure why we cannot hear her. Let me try turning the mic on again. Trish, can you talk now? Can you hear me? No. There, yay. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Now I can hear you. (laughs) Yes, I'm not sure why you couldn't hear me before, but I'm glad that that's I don't know. <laughs> so I love the uh, title, the integration, the extraordinary integration extraordinaire. I love that. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I find yeah, it girl. So, what is intention to you, Trish? What does it mean? Well, you know, there's so many ways that that pops up for me. Uh, intention mm-hmm. is really my my purpose. What I'm willing to, what I'm, you know, the direction I'm heading and what I'm willing to practice along the way to get there. So, um, for me, it's it's kind of setting my purpose. You know, I start in the morning. I wake mm-hmm. up in the morning and I'm like, how do I want to show up? How, who do I want to be today? And and I set my intention, <laughs> right? So I, yeah. it's something I'm mm-hmm. practicing every day, and uh, you know, and I have intentions that I practice for longer time periods as well so it's not just a daily thing it's you know I it's it's where I want to focus I guess it's really where I want to focus mm-hmm. my my attention and my purpose and my my outlook for the day and for whatever time period and goal I'm I'm working on mm-hmm. yeah. yeah when you shift the word and make it intentional does that change how you approach it 
No, I think that really describes how I approach it um, because I am very intentional and, and that's how I'm using it. Right. I, I set my intentions, you know, for example, if I want to be very intentional about how I'm um, entering a situation or dealing with a problem or a conversation or setting myself up for the day, you know, I'm very intentional about how I do that um, mm-hmm. because that, that supports me, right? Like being intentional supports me. It's mm-hmm. almost, you can almost switch it up for me as well as being mindful, like really like being mm-hmm. mindful on how I'm, on how I'm handling myself and how I'm setting myself up for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Love I like that. that. Cause we, well, a lot of the conversations we had this, uh, this month with our, um, our membership program. And then with Terry talks, we kind of got to the point where we looked at writing intentions as a tool and being intentional as a way of showing up and they complement each other, but they're really, they're really two different things. One supports the other, but being intentional is kind of like a way of being and uh, writing intentions helps you with the focus on what you're going to, uh, be intentional about, you know? Yeah. Uh, it was it was a really good, some really deep discussions because some people were experiencing some difficulty in, uh, you know, actually writing intentions. And so that's mm-hmm. where, like you're saying, it's kind of a thought process of mindfulness and focus. And if the writing writing the intention in the in the format that Fearless Living uses that I'm today I'm willing to practice doesn't support you, then, you know, you find another way because that's a tool and not every tool fits every person's um, journey, right? So it was really an interesting discussion and how you you can just, in your mind, as you're being mindful and focused on your goal for that day or for that week or even for your whole life, you can um, you can use that tool or you can just really be a person that's intentional and thoughtful and mindful about how they show up and how they, uh, you know, communicate with others or how they take up space, you know. So just it was really very thought-provoking a month for us as we kind of worked through this whole concept of being intentional and using intentions as a tool. Yeah. Yeah, I love when you brought that up, Karen. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I I love that you brought that up about how not every school is going to support every person because there were some people in our program that felt like setting daily intentions was overwhelming, yet they felt supported by an overarching intention or an intention that they would be living for a longer period of time. So it's also even how you use the tool that mm-hmm. can be unique unique to you. You know, I I I'm just I think I'm just gonna get real here for a second. I think that you know people try to make their intentions so big and so all encompassing of everything that it it makes it hard for them to do it. You know, I don't I don't know whether you guys experience that or not, but I, I find it with my clients and even with my when I first was learning intentions, you know, I wasn't getting specific enough. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really drilling down. So when I tried to put everything into it, 
it was like really overwhelming. But if you actually get specific and you, you know, actually think about, you know, you know, like specific qualities I want to have when I show up for the day or specific things that I'm going to practice, you know, it's, if you can get, if you can get specific about it, it, for me at least, it didn't feel as overwhelming. It was when I tried to make it so broad and all encompassing because I couldn't figure out how to, to really get specific that it became really overwhelming, right? Like for me to say mm-hmm. in the morning, like, how do I want to show up? Well, I want to be productive today, right? So I'm willing to practice getting things done. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so yeah. I guess, you know, when I think about it, it's it's almost like, you know, sometimes that can be fear that keeps people from being willing to set, you know, more frequent intentions. And if you if you look at the, if you look at actually what intentions is, it, it's really a support tool. So, you know, when you go into a situation, you know, where you, you, really want to support yourself, you know, like if I'm doing a presentation at work, I'm going to set an intention. So I'm actually setting an intention for that moment in time, right, because that's going to support me in, in being willing to practice something. So, if, but if I, mm-hmm. if I set that intention for the entire day, it, it might be really overwhelming, right? So I feel like it's, if you get really specific on what you're willing to practice or maybe getting specific around a time period or a task or a conversation or something where you might need support, I think that that's, you know, gives it a little bit of a different flavor, right? And can yeah. help mm-hmm. some of the fear that might come up when you're, tr- when you're trying to stuff everything into that intention. <laughs> yeah. I Well, I, yeah, I think that, that it's, it's so, um, I don't know what the word I want. I don't want the word flexible, but something like that, uh, a multitude of ways of looking at intentions and being intentional because I have an overarching intention that drives everything that I do, and it actually focuses me much more specifically than if I didn't have an overarching intention. But that that overarching intention is very specific. But it does yeah. cover every every choice that I make. So I pick specific characteristics that I want to uh, focus on. Just for instance, if I pick honesty, honesty is actually going to show up in everything that I do. And then I can set goals uh, like I like we had our you've gone through this as well, where you have your clients find their number one focus. And yes. in that number one focus, then they're going to set intentions and then they're going to set goals that support that intention, which is the way the tool works. But when I look at my my daily mantra, the things I do each morning, I focus on a specific overarching intention. I have a, mm-hmm. a big poster that has all the characteristics <laughs> that I want to focus on, and then I pick one. Right. And yeah, I work on it cool. for as long as I, you know, as long as I want to. But if it's honesty, then it's going to be honesty in my conversations. It's going to be honesty to myself. And so if I'm focusing on honesty uh, in my intention, that overarching one, then I still write my, I still have my little day, I have my daily intention of how I'm going to show up like we did for the retreat. I'm going to be present. I'm going to be, you know, but in the back of my mind, when I'm being present, I'm practicing honesty as well. 
So that that's the way it works for me. But it doesn't work that way for everybody, and that's why it's so multifaceted and yeah. it's such a powerful tool because you can take it and you can mold it to be workable for you where it really helps you to move forward, step out of your comfort zone, and grow. And uh, I think it's one of those things that, is the antidote to expectations. And so when we're not expecting things to be a certain way or to a specific outcome, the intention, however it works best for us, keeps us from being attached to outcomes, to being disappointed, to being frustrated, to being angry. And that's the power of the intention, you know. Absolutely. So I love that you said that because it's, it's really very, I don't know, I cannot come up with the word, it's, but it's very unique to each person how it's versatile. going to work with, you know, whether it's, the, that's the word. Very versatile because it can be as specific as necessary and it yeah. can be as broad as necessary. Whatever it is that motivates you and helps you and supports you. And I think that's the beauty of, of the tool as well as the state yeah. of being where you're mindful and intentional and you know you know what you're you know, what presses your buttons and what keeps you going, you know. So yeah. can I just ask a question about the intentional piece? Like, are you, what are you intentional about if you're not intentional about your intention? Is there, are you looking more at your values or like where, what is your, if you're being intentional, well, if you're what's using the basis? mindfulness, If you're using mindfulness as a synonym to intentional, yeah. Then, uh, you know, what does mindfulness mean? Aware. Hmm? I said aware. It does. It means, yeah. You're being aware of, of the thoughts that are going through your head. You're being aware of the choices that you're making. You're awake to what is going on around you. You know, the blinders are off. The, you know, there's, you're putting effort into what you're doing. That's what mindful means to me. Um, yeah, and it's almost purposeful. And, like you're, like you're, yeah. you're the where you're placing your feet every day. You're very conscious of and you're purposeful in doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So if yeah. mindfulness and, and intentional, yeah. you know, they are the same, then it would be the same, the same definition, right? You're just aware. You're mindful. Your intention, you know, you're intentional about your values, about your alignment, about your, you know, the steps you're going to take, what you're focusing on. It's just, it's that, um, I guess the opposite of it would be scattered, you know, and, and overwhelmed and, you know, not knowing wh- which is the next step. What is the next step? Where, you know, how do I get where I want to be? Yeah, I think... We we were we were practicing to uh, separate the steps from the tool, and so I think that this you know this discussion that we came that came from that was that we can be intentional about setting an intention, right? Or we can <laughs> be intentional about. The, the choices that we make or the people we hang out with or um, but we may not write an intention. So gotcha. I okay. guess it, 
it's more an informal way of saying, you know, this is how I want to, this is how I want to greet the world today than saying today I'm willing to practice and having a a specific thing we're going to practice. Like Terry was saying about how her intention affects everything. Well, my intention is today I'm willing to practice trusting myself. Well, in a conversation, I might have a specific intention that I'm practicing, but I'm going to trust myself to practice it. Right. Gotcha. So, yep. So I think that that is, that is my, that is my intention. And I can also be intentional with the choices that I'm making. And yes, I'm going to see if they align with my intention, but it's not necessarily that I am writing an intention or or saying I'm practicing this as I am being intentional. It does. Yep. Okay. But yeah, but I think regardless well, is... of how you use it, use it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's just for us. I mean, the three of us, we've, you know, we've been doing this for years, and so when we talk about this, we're at a, we're at a level of of depth and rigor that you know, are people that are just coming into fearless living and learning that intentions are the anecdote to expectation. That's, you know, that's a whole different discussion than talking about focus and intentional living and how it all, you know, there's a synthesis of how that works together. That's a, that's a deeper discussion. And uh, that's the beauty of fearless living is you can always go deeper and you can broaden your understanding and use of, of the tool and take it into your life to where it, it propels you forward and helps you eliminate those feelings of overwhelm and frustration. So when we had someone new to the process getting overwhelmed by writing intentions, that just kind of opened our eyes to look at it in a different way and yeah. uh, try to, and to support that person, you know, so that they could, they could take that tool you know, just a, a little bit at a time until they can get to that level. Because I nice. think for us, I think for us, it's, to me, it's just, it's, you know, like Rhonda says, it's in your bones, you know, to be, to think in intentions and to to write intentions and, and walk into whatever situation. Just like tonight, we ha- we all three of us had an intention of how we'd show up on this this opportunity to have this discussion with each other. We may not have yeah. written it down, but we we had an intention. Absolutely. That's true. I, I think that um, around intentions, when I was first learning, I think the most challenging thing for me was to, was the goal setting around intentions, right? Mm. Like to figure out what my intention was. And then, you know, the the goals that you would set and how you would kind of think that process through, it didn't feel comfortable for me. And now that's mm. like a, that's an amazing tool that I absolutely use um, all mm-hmm. the time to, to really help me and get things done. Um, so I think there's so many cool concepts and cool ideas around intentions and how they can really support you. Um, but I think that, you know, that next step in goal setting, kind of using the stretch you mm-hmm. Mr. Die to, to figure out where, you know, some of your, some of your opportunities maybe is, is 
a really fascinating perspective or step in being intentional with intentions, right? Because it's almost that focus and that that step by step process to to make things mm-hmm. happen around that intention. Yeah, yeah. I, so that's I a cool agree. thing to, I think the goal, yeah. to do as well. The, yeah, the goals underneath the intention are are the actions. You know, the action that goes with it. And yes. uh, yeah. as we as we were teaching. You know, in, in our program, you've been one of the guest coaches in our program as well. A coach comes in and shares the tool. And so part of the tool was looking at affirmation and then looking at intentions and then looking at goals. And maybe that's just, cool, you know, a lot for somebody to take on. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Initially, you know, initially that just might be uh, when I used to play Mother May I, that could be a giant step. You know, not a baby step. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, that, so, was definitely, uh, that was definitely challenging when I first started. I, uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, the practice of the, the willingness and being and practicing is really the benefit with using intentions because there's a lot yeah. of ways that you can use them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they're a yeah. very, very powerful tool. And just the fact that they're – one, I, I mean, to me, I think the most eye-opening part of fearless living was understanding expectations and being able to grab a hold of that because that's that's what's creating the dissonance, right? That's what's creating the the frustration, the overwhelm, the you know, the anger, whatever. And knowing that if I can be intentional and and use that other tool of intention rather than being stuck in expectations. That was huge for me, just that shift. And then shifting to what is an intention and what does that really mean and how does that help me get through through my life in a, in a you know, a positive moving forward kind of way. The whole, that right. whole thing, that whole, that whole arena is so powerful. And so it's, uh, it's like, okay, we, we kind of like, here's all this stuff. Now, you know, how do we break it down and help people to not feel overwhelmed? I think that's what Kelly and I really learned from that conversation was we need to look at this in a way that supports people to be able to take it, you know, little bit by little bit, break it down until it becomes a real powerful support system. Yeah, I think that's smart. You know, and everybody learns differently and everybody grasps things differently. So, you know, having that willingness mm-hmm. that we talked about months ago to really just embrace things and even for you guys to be able to, to craft things in a different way, to say them differently mm-hmm. or to look at them differently, I think is, is an amazing um, gift to give your, your group that you're working with. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah intentions is a big tool. I mean, it's, even expectations, you know, is is a, a big concept to really grasp because it just totally shifts the way you think and you look at others and what you uh, expect from them and what you expect from yourself. And so for intentions to be able to be the antidote to that, it's a big concept too, and it really just takes practice. The more you mm-hmm. practice writing them, the better you're going to get. And 
I know that for me, my overarching intention is definitely in my bones, but the daily intentions I don't necessarily write, though Terry does. However it's going to work for you, however it supports you, I think that's the direction you go. Though when you're a beginner, writing them on a regular basis is going to help you really understand them and the power of them. And also writing them down is going to help you remember them. Because as humans, out of sight, out of mind. And so if it's something new, uh, writing it down and putting it somewhere where you're going to see it often is the only way you're going to practice it. Because once you say it in your head, you'll never say it in your head that way anymore. You know, right. you'll you'll say it different ways it and then it'll get confusing head. and then you'll forget it altogether. So when you're a beginner, write it down, put it up, say yeah, it to yourself often, advice. and just set one. Don't don't worry about the daily. Practice doing one, practicing one thing that you can do to support yourself in moving forward. We were yep. we were we were wanting to teach them all about intention. And maybe that was that was the thing that was uh somewhat overwhelming to them because we wanted to teach them everything we know. But we've been setting intentions for well, I've been setting intentions for sixteen years. So I can't tell them or teach them 16 years of intention, right? So it's just remembering that and and being okay with being a beginner and walking into intention slowly, one baby step at a time, and allowing yourself that process of learning and practicing the step of intention. And and I think with anything, it's in the doing where we learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, we thank you so much, Trish, for being here. We love having you on our integration night. And we thank you thank for staying you. up late and being here for our <laughs> listeners. Trish, for any of our new listeners, will you please um, – let our listeners know what it is you do and who you serve. Um, I am actually um, in the process of changing my branding and my niche a little bit because now I'm target audience is working with people that have kind of lost their way. They've lost themselves. They've lost their ambition. They've lost their, their themselves in, in the process of life. And so I, I work with people who feel beaten down, bottled up, and burned out and are really just looking to get back to life and to really live their greatness now. So I am uh, in the process of coming up with a new program. I have a six-month program that I'm going to be offering um, starting, well, I believe it's going to be starting in August. That's my target at this point right now, Um, and I'm really excited about it. So we're going to be doing some group coaching and individual coaching, and it's going to 
Um, and I'm going to be integrating uh, some of the healing and energetic work that I do into that program. So I'm really excited about um, about what I'm going to be offering. I do have a Facebook group um, that is out there growing to greatness, and uh, I'm excited about the work we do. I took a little hiatus for June, um, but I'll be back in there for July, which is just the end of this week. So that's right. <laughs> yeah, with, with more stuff to come. So yes. Well, I am. So, that's uh, exciting. That's exciting. Congratulations. I am looking forward to hearing more about your coaching program, and uh, hopefully, you can share that with us um, at the end of July. But also yes. um, advertise it in the uh, group and on our page, so that our listeners right. can know about it and get easy access to it. We want to remind Thank you, so you all. Yeah, of course. Uh, you support us; we support you. So <laughs> we want to remind you all that the twelve principles are brought are were created by Rhonda Britton. <laughs> the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you want to know more about the Fearless Living Institute, please go to fearlessliving.org. And you can always find lots of information about Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org, as well as all of the workshops that we're doing, our group program, and the classes that we have coming up. We love to support you. And we want uh, we offer offer multiple ways doing that. So we uh, thank you for being here with us each week. And until next time, everybody, be fearless. Thank be you, Trish, fearless. so much. Be fearless. Thank you. Love you, ladies. Uh-huh. Love, Love you too. Bye bye.